What's poppin' everybody? I'm back and we head back to the association today again and we are gonna finally approach the end of the 2021 wild NBA regular season. It's been great to see the playoff race grind down to the wire which is why today I'll discuss how the end of the season unfolded and where each team ended up in the dreaded play-in picture. We will start with the team with the most nerves coming into the day, needing the Blazers to lose and still catch a dub themselves. I'm talking about the Los Angeles Lakers and their matchup against the young New Orleans Pelican squad, who was shorthanded, but and could have been, in, but they were already eliminated eliminated from the playoffs as Zion and Brandon Ingram were both injured. LeBron was looking good in the first half, getting to the rack several times for a total of 16 first half points, which was needed to, as he wasn't getting help from much of anyone else, with Anthony Davis just scoring 4 points in the first half, which caused the Lakers to lead by just 4 on the Pelicans team, who is without, once again, Zion and Brandon Ingram. It stayed a close game through the majority of the third quarter uh, up until there's some life sparked in the Lakers and LeBron himself with a big dunk ignited a 16-3 run led by Davis who scored 8 of the 16 points on the run to put the Lakers up 16 going into the final corner. LeBron kept his getting his teammates involved and doing fine in the fourth until he went down in transition to the basket midway through the fourth on that same ankle that put him out for 26 games. Oh no, the crowd says, of course. He said post-game that he will be alright and he seemed to be more than alright with his animation on the sideline, which helped support his teammates who finished it out, finished out the game knowing LeBron, they needed to step it up for LeBron. And they cruised to a 110-98 victory in which they never trailed. They now need the Blazers to lose and avoid the play. And let's see how they, how they came back here in Portland with Dame and the Blazers taking on Jokic in the Nuggets, who are the three seed currently. The Blazers came out hot out the gates as they started the game on an 11-0 run and would keep it going from there from beyond the arc with nine threes in the first quarter to jump out to a 21-point 20 lead. Ooh. CJ continued to be in control to start off the second, but then him and the rest of the guards began to find the bigs in the Ennis Cantor and Yusuf Nurkic in the paint, helping pave the way to a 17-point lead at the break. In the third, Dame hit a big-time three to put the Blazers up 95-74. to The Blazers pushed the lead after that, and they just kept rolling of 27 points before the final buzzer. Despite many t- starters sitting out through the second half for the Nuggets, this was a nice win to give the Blazers some comfort of knowing that they don't have to be any part of the plan and some momentum going into a seven-game playoff series with this team who they have a familiar past with. We all remember that Western Conference semifinal that they played with, seven-game series. That was intense. And these teams know each other very well, and it should be a great duel in the seven-game series. I'm excited for it. On to Warriors versus Grizzlies battling for the 8th seed in the West to take on the Lakers in the play-in. Chef Curry got cooking up early and it didn't take him long to secure the scoring title as this year's scoring champion. He joins Michael Jordan as only the only two scoring champions over 33 years of age. Congratulations to Steph there. 
He hit just one three in the first half, though, and scored just 13 points. Although he did get the scoring record, it's not quite a scoring performance that we normally see out of Curry. But his teammates picked him up, and they kept him in it, edging out the Grizz by six points at the break. But the chef began to heat up in the third as he knocked down four shots from well beyond the arc, as well as some other great moves in the lane to total out to a 17-point third quarter by himself. Dang near outscoring the Grizzlies, who had just 20 points as a team during the stretch. But here comes Oregon alum Dylan Brooks trying to get the Grizz back in this one as he started the fourth quarter on an 8-0 run all by himself while also attempting to lock up Curry in the process on defense, doing a fairly good job as much as you can do as a player guarding Curry. Allowing Memphis to push forth on a 22-5 run, capped off by an electric three-point play to tie the game up midway through the fourth. Yet on the next possession, Brooks would foul out, which left Curry free-range Curry roaming around the court, hitting three after three, and closing the game out with a big-time clutch shot well beyond the arc that capped off his incredible 46-point closer in what has been an outstanding MVP-caliber season for Steph. With the win, the Warriors clinched the 8-seed spot in the play-in where Curry will face off against LeBron for yet another time in a competitive bout of all-time greats. Just a quick little highlight to round off the West play-in picture, we had the Suns versus the Spurs in which both D-Book and CP3 set out. So we had to go late, here we go late with the bench trying to hang on to the lead, but San Antonio had other plans with some nice passes to get Kieda Bates Diop for the layup to cap off a 9-0 run that got them back in contention of winning the game. Each one more would then respond right back for the Suns with a clutch three with over a minute to go to take back the lead. Trey Jones would then get fouled for the, for the Spurs and he would make the first, but the second free throw bounced off the rim and Babates Diop would then come in with a clutch tip in over the defender for the lead once again. Now it's back to Ishwan Moore to see if he can put this one on ice. Crossover. Hezzy bang bang dagger for the win. Big time shot with the without any big time players, and that was fun to see. Great shot by him. The Suns needed the Jazz to lose, but unfortunately, they blew out their game, so they secure the two seed, and now San Antonio will be in the, the ten seed. So the West Pl- West Plain is officially set as the Lakers and the Warriors will do it out for the seven seed on Wednesday, while the Spurs and the Grizzlies will fight for a chance to play the loser of that game. For a chance to, for a chance at a potential eight seed slot if they can beat the loser of the Lakers Warriors game. As far as the East, we had the Wizards and the Hornets squaring it down, where the winner gets a gets the eight seed and the in the playing tournament, while the other gets the ten seed. Just behind Steph for the scoring championship, Bradley Beal was coming off a three game layoff due to hamstring soreness. He was surely rusty coming out, going just 0 for 6 in the first 7 minutes uh, of the first quarter that he played. On the other hand, the Hornets were hot all around and they could not miss a bucket as they went 7 for 12 from beyond the arc in the first, in the first quarter to take a 16 point lead. Washington would, then, Washington would then climb back into this one on a 15 to 4 run, capped off by a Beal step back, long 2 for his first points of the game. 
Late in the third, we had the Hornets stretch the lead once again on a 12-0 run filled with many threes as the Hornets do so well in this young electric talent. But there come, be here come back the Wizards in the fourth as Bradley Beal got one from beyond the arc and so did Westbrook and Ish Smith drove to the rack in transition, got a bucket there, giving the Wizards the lead for the first time since the early minutes of the game. Still a tight game now, and Bradley Beal was fighting through everything from his injury to contact with Hornets defenders, taking leadership and keeping his team in this one, putting it on and back. Here we go now to crunch time. Hornets are down by three. They need to get some good ball movement, and they got a good look for Devontae Graham for the tie, but it doesn't fall, and Bradley Beal and the Wizards hang on for the eight seed in the East. The other teams in the East play, in the East plan were already a lock, so the Celtics will take on the Wizards as the 7th seed versus the 8th seed to try and get into the playoffs right there on Tuesday. And the Hornets will take on the Pacers with a chance to play the loser of that 7-8 game for then a shot at the 8th seed. It's been a very fun season despite many star-studded injuries. We still got to see Prime Curry better than ever, which was an entertainment in of itself to watch. But we got the big three all back together, and we got LeBron in AD. We got Curry, Curry, AD, and LeBron all in a play, and who would have thought? I, I'm still sure this. If, if that's going on, this postseason is going to be filled with excitement and fun, and even some fans as if capacities are going up because the excitement and vaccinations getting cleared. Capacities by teams are going up, and heck, that might even happen in the Motor Center. So if that happens... If the Blazers are in a Western Conference Finals, or even a Finals for that matter, might have to drive down to the Moda Center and watch a couple of their games. That would be fun to see. But all around, it's been a very fun, exciting NBA 2021 season. I'm glad I got to witness it all. All the star-studded talent that came up as young players started to shine with the absences of their stars that normally lead the teams. That is That really showed what skills and talent those younger and bench players have, especially Jordan Clarkson. What a talent he had. Most improved player of the year candidate. Same with Julius Randle. Holy smokes. Big time there. Lots of fun players to see this season, and we'll see more of them in the playoffs. Hope you all enjoyed. I'll continue to cover them on, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. Smash that subscribe button, playoff like button, and I'll see you all in the next episode.